The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. (laughs) I'm so delighted that you're with us today because we have some really good information for you. Our hearts go out to the people of Houston and to those parts of the world who this week have been so devastated by the weather and natural disasters. Um, Keep them in your, your thoughts, your prayers. And if you have any extra money, send it to those groups that you know will apply it to helping some of these people who've lost literally everything they have. Uh, don't, don't forget about people around the world who need help. Most of us know someone who's battled or is battling an autoimmune disease such as chronic fatigue syndrome, Crohn's, fibromyalgia, lupus, MS, and all those other bad things. Many of you know someone who's had Lyme disease. Trust me, these diseases are vicious, erratic, and hard to treat. I was diagnosed, we've talked about this before, I was diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome in the early 90s. I was so tired, it was all I could do to walk to the bathroom, and when I got back, it took me a couple hours to recover from that ordeal. Now, I was in bed for three solid months before I could even consider going back to work, and at the time I owned my own manufacturing company, I really needed to be there. The internist who diagnosed me told me that there was no treatment and no cure, and if I got better, it would be, you know, I'd have to do it all by myself for myself. When I asked her how and what to do, she said she honestly didn't know. She just kind of shook her head and had me leave. Now and then, my old CFS still rears its head, and I have to be really careful not to get too tired, not to get too stressed. The doctor that I have now as my primary care physician does not recognize it as a real disease, but my body knows it's real. We're going to talk about autoimmune diseases today, and we have an expert who's been there, done that, and now is dedicated to helping others who've been beaten up by these mysterious illnesses. Katina Macris has worked in natural health care since 1983 with a busy homeopathic private practice, as well as being a popular newspaper health columnist. 
She sat on the board of the Council for Homeopathic Certification for seven years. She has a BA degree from Duke University and is a graduate of the Still Point Institute of Life Healing. At the peak of her career, she was stricken with a mysterious, quote, unquote, flu. After five years of torment, two years of those being bedridden, and sustaining devastating blows to her personal and professional life, she was finally diagnosed with Lyme disease. In her book, Out of the Woods, Katina chronicled this illness. And any of you who've had Lyme disease or actually any autoimmune disease should read her book. It reads like a novel. You won't put it down. It's very, very informative and very good. She's recently published her new book, Autoimmune Illness and Lyme Disease Recovery Guide, Mending the Body, Mind, and Spirit. In my opinion, this book will become the seminal work on this subject for those who are not medical professionals, and I really hope medical professionals read it as well so they understand what's happening to the people who have this illness, whether or not they recognize it as a bona fide illness. It is an absolute pleasure for me to welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show, Katina Macris. Katina, you've been with us before. I'm so delighted. To have Thank you, back. Irene. Oh my gosh, it's so wonderful to be back with you. Oh, I love having you on. You're one of my very favorite guests, and you know that. You know, we, you've oh, been here before, so I'm going to skip that awful question, who are you? Because we have so much to talk about today, but I do want you to share your story with our new listeners. What brought you to the place you're in now? What have you what have you gone through to learn what you know? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, well, thank you for having me back. It's wonderful to be on your show. I know we, we touch so many lives. And my journey is really um, one that's very profound. And um, for those that are new to my work, I was a uh, uh, practicing homeopath, like you said, for almost 20 years when I first became ill in the summer of 2000, so that's what, almost 16 years ago now, and I got stricken with that strange flu, a mysterious flu, I'd been the picture of health, I'd never had anything, bronchitis, strep, pneumonia, you name it, I was outdoorsy, athletic, organic food before it was hip, um, and this vertigo and horrible flu hit me and it took months and months and months and we no one could figure it out they thought it was walking pneumonia then they then they i got labeled like you with chronic fatigue syndrome because the only thing that would show up on the blood work was elevated epstein bar level which is one of the contributing viruses for many people that have chronic fatigue syndrome and so we tried treating it, you know, with natural medicine, with acupuncture, with herbs, with homeopathy. And, you know, being a homeopath, I was very versed in treating this condition myself in my own practice, and I was not responding to the treatments, Irene. And it was getting worse and worse till, like you said in the introduction, I was bedbound by year three and losing everything. It was so catastrophic for me in those early months when I was watching my practice slip away from me and I had to hand my patient load over to other homeopaths in nearby states. I'm up in New Hampshire and I had to pass them over to Massachusetts and Vermont and there were my income and 
my years of, you know, good standing and my reputation and sitting on the national board. I mean, it was very, very, uh, you know, a much a, a huge loss for me, a loss of identity. It was so much what was going on. And then, unfortunately, the emotional burden of this kind of illness and confusion left me so saddened and filled with, you know, grief and despair and, and loneliness because you get so isolated when you're trapped at home in your bed and I couldn't even get to the grocery store or my little son's poetry reading at school and, you know, it was a very, very, you know, deep, dark time of my life and it was a colleague of mine five years into this, 2005, that said to me, Katina, this looks like chronic Lyme disease to me, this bacteria has moved from your bloodstream into your body. It's attacking different organs. It's, you know, hit the digestive tract. It hit my heart. The pericardium was inflamed. Irene, I had these clutching, gripping pains in my heart. I had fibromyalgia symptoms with the terrible muscle pains and that migraines in like four days a week. And I started developing MS symptoms like foot drop and palsy. And so I was a, a real mess, the chronic fatigue syndrome, the fibromyalgia, the migraines, the irritable bowel. And I said, but no, no, I've had three tests already, and they were negative on the Lyme disease. And that's when I learned, which I share in, in both of the books, Out of the Woods and my new autoimmune and Lyme disease recovery book, that sad to say the test, the average American doctor is using for Lyme disease is only 30% accurate, so we're missing... Hundreds of thousands of cases each year. The Center for Disease Control acknowledges that it's about 300,000 to 400,000 people infected annually. That's like a lowball figure. And only 10% are getting proper diagnosis. The remainder are being labeled with autoimmune syndromes. So this was a real shockeroo to me. And... Um, I have to say the good news is that when we did figure out that I had Lyme disease, it is a bacteria. It can be killed off in the body. We can use different approaches. They use antibiotics. They use herbal, um, um, antimicrobial herbs. We also, the big, big piece, and I share this so much in the new book when you and I could talk more about it, is that with all of these conditions, whether it's Lyme or the autoimmune illnesses, is that there are depletions and damages that your body is struggling with and rebuilding those depletions and damages, like getting your adrenal glands working again, rebuilding mitochondria function, nourishing the brain and the neurotransmitters with amino acids and essential fatty acids. All of these are very important tools, plus finding what your toxic burdens are and toxic loads. All right, let's don't go too far in there because I have some questions I really want you to talk about as we go along. Details, more details. Yeah, so the good news is it took me five years, but I thought, well. How are you now? I'm, I'm doing fabulous. I'm teaching all around the country and the world, actually, France, Canada, et cetera, helping people with workshops and conferences get back on their feet, reclaim their life, not be dependent on drugs, but live a much higher quality of life. So I'm so blessed, Irene, that I had the background in natural medicine and I made it through this nightmare and now I can bring my knowledge and my experience to others and help them gain control of their own own life. It's, it's really an honor to be able to take on this role. It's amazing 
what we have to go through to get to the place that we need to be to reach the people that need us. You know, it's a long way around sometimes, but hey, girl, you made it uh, big time, and now you're helping so many people. You've yes, written thank you, Irene. It's really books. it's fascinating I, when you have a, a serious illness. There's so much that goes on emotionally and spiritually for a person, is besides the physical side of the illnesses. And I like to offer guidance and support on those planes too because we are complete beings and tending to the spirit and tending to the heart are just as important as tending to the body. Sometimes more so, really, sometimes more so. You've written this amazing book. I have it sitting right here. It's big and it's meaty and it's very interesting to me. How did you ever get, what, what inspired you to write this book? Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. I feel like um, it's the 35 years of my years in, in natural medicine um, in this new book, Autoimmune Illness, a Lyme Disease Recovery Guide, Mending the Body, Mind, and Spirit. I um, used to be a healthcare columnist in the newspaper for 10 years. So I was very well-schooled in writing about 1,500 words uh, at the layman's level to a reader, you know, so I had that discipline under my belt. Right. So when I decided I wanted to give people a toolbox of, of skills of what they can use in their own life so that they can manage their condition, you know, in more ways than just taking pharmacological drugs. I mean, sometimes you need those things, but sometimes. there's so much I, I knew that, the average person could change with their diet, find out if they were uh, affected by molds maybe, or if they needed to tend to the emotional side of, you know, grief and trauma from disease. I felt like I wanted to be able to deliver that information to the reader in a way that they could really work with it. So I laid this book out in a very practical way. The first part is what I kind of call the wake-up call in the United States to our lopsided healthcare system, and you and I can talk yes. about that. And then the second part, we look at the diseases themselves, the lupus, the MS, the fibromyalgia, et cetera, the Lyme. And then in the next part, we look at the healing disciplines that people can try, like a functional medicine doctor or a homeopath or an acupuncturist. And then we look at actual pieces that you too can address like detoxification protocols or why is it bad for me to drink out of plastic bottles um, and you know, those kinds of things I address or the inflammatory foods, foods that cause inflammation inside of the body that we're not aware of like sugar and gluten and high fructose corn syrup. So it's very practical in those ways. And then the last section is very dear to my part is I help individuals look at the different body systems and how they're connected to what we call the energy chakras, which some people have heard about, and how our emotions reside in different organs. Like, we know the heart is about love and passion and caring, and I didn't know this until I went to a school at the Still Point School that 
but the emotions of sorrow and grief and happiness and joy, they live in the respiratory tree. So, yep. like, our body's <laughs> not disconnected. It's all intertwined, you know? We are amazing beings, and on that note, while we're going to break, it would be a good time for people to go to Amazon.com and look at this book and get it, Autoimmune Illness uh, by Katina Macris, M-A-K-R-I-S. This is Irene Conlon saying stay tuned. We'll be right back with more from Katina. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. My guest today is Katina Mackers. We're talking about autoimmune illness and Lyme disease recovery. Yes, you can recover from these bad boys. Katina, you talk about recovery and mending. Are these, from your point of view, the same thing or are they different? You don't often hear the, the term mending in, in relation to illness or, or health care. I like that. I know. That's a really great question. Thank you for asking that. Um, when I was writing this book, I was actually calling it Mending. That was my working title um, because I recognized that Mending is a process of healing and that Mending, to me, means more than just a symptom going away. It means that something is happening to you that I call transformation, personal transformation. And for me, mending is so essential with chronic illness because the way I see it is chronic illness is basically imbalance within the human being. You've lost your homeostatic balance, which is... When you're in homeostasis, everything within your body, all your systems are running smoothly and properly, and you feel great, and your energy 
super and your sleep cycles are fine and you're handling the stresses that are thrown at you, whether it's, you know, a heavy workload or a problem with one of your children or an argument, you know, you're, you're facing it and handling it and moving on. So when we, we get burdened and we aren't handling our stresses, whether it's moving or having, you know, a marital problems or, you know, getting pneumonia or something, these are all different kind of stresses, and we don't resolve from them, our being starts manifesting symptoms, right? And the symptoms could be mild at first, right? It could be right. that your sleep cycles yes. get off or that you notice you're more irritable or that you're stomach sensitive and you can't, you know, handle the same foods. And then over time, you know, more symptoms surface. And, and then you end up with a syndrome, which is like a pre-disease state, which are some of the things that you and I mentioned, like chronic fatigue syndrome, irritable bowel syndrome, fibromyalgia, lupus even. Those are really syndromes. It's not just one single blood test that will define it. it it's a constellation of symptoms. So, these kind of conditions lend themselves very well to naturopathic medicine, homeopathic medicine, acupuncture, or functional medicine doctor, because they are able to take these symptoms that are signs of imbalance and say, okay, let's find what's going on within your system here, what's the root basis for the symptom picture to surface, and let's also talk about your stress load and how are you managing your life? And that's what I call mending, Irene, when you start to thread together these different pieces because our, our pace of living today is so fast. It's so different than 100 years ago. Incredibly different. So I different. The and, first and, chapter and in your we're book. trying to cope constantly, and people don't have the time for reflection and stillness, and we need to bring it back. And we don't have all the coping skills either. No, we don't. And we're looking for external props a lot, right? The yep. quick fix medication or the, you know, oh, I'll listen to, you know, look at this on television or a quick fix here or there. And it's a product of our, our fast pace and then it's our, like our a product of our consumer-driven food and blah, blah, blah. So this yep. mending for me is pulling together all of the threads and becoming very conscious about your daily living, about your relationships, about how you choose to live your life, find a balance point. And so for me, mending leads to recovery. Right. I have this image of, remember back in the day when we mended our clothes, when they got a hole in it, we fixed it, or the seam came apart, we fixed it. And, you know, the difference here to me is, whether you put a safety pin in it and hold it together or whether you really fix it and mend it so it's a, a whole piece. Again, as my funny mental imaging. In the first chapter of your book, you have a question that I think is so important. And that's the question, what is my role in my recovery? Now, we've traditionally gone to an MD and expected them to fix us. You know, they give us a pill or you know, give us a treatment or we have some surgery and they didn't say we had much of anything to do with it. And you're saying, what's my role? What is my role? Exactly. And um, it's so, so critical, actually. It brings up just what you highlighted, which is 
the modern-day American medical model of health care, which I believe really started to surface after World War II. Prior to that, there was a lot of, you know, still kind of like family knowledge and midwives and herbalists and people like that around that would have, you know, comforting tools to help ease people through a lot of, you know, basic daily discomforts, right? Right, and And, they sometimes knew you from the time you were born. Right, and I mean, I remember our family physician, that our family physician had three generations of us, Yeah, um, you know, in his practice. And same with our family dentist. Um, So they had a good big picture. And those doctors had what I call a lot of common horse sense. Um, And but what happened is we became, you know, a very different culture after World War II. As you know, there was so much mass marketing of things. And back in the 1930s, they had to put the patenting laws in place because there was a lot of, like, snake oils and these elixirs and things that were just being, like, sold on street corners and at country fairs. And, you know, it was ridiculous. They were loaded with morphine and opium and alcohol and the real mess. So they had to the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, came along and they said, look, we've got to get the patenting codes in place and a lot of these things have got to go, which was appropriate. But at the time, they installed a man named Abraham Flexner, and he was kind of a little jokingly called the quack buster because his job was to shut down, as I just said, these fellows that were just selling these elixirs and stuff at country fairs. And in the process, though, he also had to go to the hospitals and the medical schools and close down the ones that were unsanitary, or some of them still had, like, Civil War standards and so he was trying to clean up the situation. And, you know, so part of it was appropriate. But Flexner himself, unfortunately, did not, you know, value the what they called the eclectic physicians, which were the naturopaths of the old days, the herbalists that also did nutritional work and hydrotherapy and detox cleanses. And he didn't like the homeopaths. And he closed all of them down. And the osteopaths got taken up by the medical uh uh, organization, they didn't want to go. The early osteopaths didn't want to join the AMA. They wanted to be on their own. So we we lost. We're the only country now in the Western culture of the world that does not have integrative medicine as part of its national healthcare system. Like you go to England or France or Germany or Poland or you know Belgium or Canada, and you can see a naturopath or an herbalist or a homeopath and expect that it's covered, you know, as part of your healthcare costs, but it's not that way here in the state. So what we ended up with, we don't even hear about the. You know, we don't hear about those. We don't hear about Chinese medicine. We don't know about any of the Eastern beliefs. Um, unfortunately, you know, we're beginning to. We're beginning to. We're just beginning to. So what's happened is just like you said. We ended up thinking, oh gosh, you know, my stomach's killing me. I've got this terrible heartburn. I've tried the over-the-counter thing. It's not working. I better go to my doctor. And we kind of relinquished any kind of self-assistance um, of thinking, gosh, I wonder what's going on here. Um, do I need to change something with my diet? Is, is, you know, is there too much stress in my life? What do I, 
you know, what do I need to do? We used to have extended families, and the older folks would say, oh, listen, you know, let's talk about this. What's going on, you know, in your life so that you're, you're having all this digestive problem? So our doctors became what I call dashboard light doctors. It's um, one of my little expressions. Like, they're really great at dashboard light symptoms that are obvious and glaring. Like I just said, the acid reflux, the broken bone, the hemorrhoid, the, the miscarriage, the stroke, those very obvious things. But when we come down to these syndromes and autoimmune illnesses, we're in big trouble. We've got 50 million Americans diagnosed now with autoimmune diseases, and they're not getting better. They're just stuck on the drugs. Well, they're like, my doctor doesn't even recognize them as disease. I mean, I tried to talk to him about it, and he just kind of looked at me like, you're just too stupid. <laughs> I yeah. Won't bring it up again. Yeah. Right. So, you know, as you said, what's my role in my recovery? Well, I believe your role is to really become self aware and really f- seek out the appropriate practitioners that you can work with so that this is a mutually uh, supportive conversation, dialogue, and program that you outline together. And a lot of it requires dietary changes, lifestyle changes, and and finding, which the average American uh, medical doctor sadly doesn't have the skills for, is finding out things like we have mentioned a little bit like food sensitivities or are, have you been exposed to a toxic mold? Uh, uh, is it possible that you do have a tick-borne organism in your bloodstream and you didn't even know that you got bit somewhere? So these kind of pieces uh, are very intrinsic to what's going on with a lot of these chronic illness states. And that's why I'm big fan, as I said, of the naturopaths and the functional medicine doctors and the uh, acupuncturists and Chinese physicians. They're very well-schooled at looking at the total picture and not just the symptom. Let's get down to talking about autoimmune disease. We, we kind of know what it is. We've talked about what it is. And this is a, 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 the only way I know how to phrase this question how do you get it with get it, get it in quotes? How do you get it? How do you come down with an autoimmune disease? Yeah. Which is a huge question. Um, <laughs> I so know. That what we recognize in the world of natural medicine or integrative medicine is that things have contributed to your immune system not running smoothly. An autoimmune disease in the old-fashioned language used to be, oh, your immune system has gone into overdrive, it's turned on itself, and it's attacking your natural cells in your body. So let's say it's interstitial cystitis, which is dealing with the bladder, and it feels like you have a constant urinary tract infection, well, the old model was your immune system has flipped and now you have an autoimmune disease and your body is misinterpreting the lining of the bladder as foreign and it's attacking the bladder lining. 
And they're still saying that. Say that again, Irene? They're still saying this in terms of autoimmune diseases. Not that right. concept is not gone. No, it's still there. The concept is still there, but we're we're reframing it. Like also with rheumatoid arthritis, same thing. They're like, well, the body flips the switch and it's misinterpreting the lining of your synovial lining of your joints, and it's like attacking and eroding the synovial lining. So. The traditional medical model is, okay, well, let's just bring the inflammation down, right, in the synovial line. Let's just bring the inflammation down in the joints from rheumatoid arthritis. And as you know, for years, it was like methyltrexate, steroids, yep. or some of the newer drugs like Embril, which are trying to bring the, bring the inflammation down or with the interstitial cystitis, same kind of thing. But what, what we're looking at from a different model from the integrative medicine model or the holistic model is, okay, well, why is this, why has your body like decided to do this? Like it shouldn't do this. A 30 year old or a 40 year old or a 55 year old, it shouldn't just like jump into this mode. Like you're supposed to be able to live to like 70 years old or 75 and really function pretty well, you know, and just have sort of wear and tear things, you know, more like, you know, osteoarthritis, which is wear and tear of a joint or, you know, just those kinds of things. So why on earth should your body, like, slip into this, as you said, autoimmune state? So we're looking at what are the contributing factors. And this brings up, is a big section in my book, as you know, is the fact that inside your body there's chronic inflammation going on. And I, I use it kind of, Example of think of poison ivy on your skin, but now imagine it on the inside, like in your joints for rheumatoid arthritis or in the bowel for, you know, irritable bowel syndrome or colitis or Crohn's disease. Uh, so we're, we have to understand, like, why on earth is there that much inflammation going on that it's like poison ivy on the inside? So we look to, I'm going to bring up two points here that are valid. One is, what is a burden to your system physically, right? Like, as I mentioned, you could have food sensitivities. A lot of us do. The whole gluten story is gigantic, as you know. Gluten is part of wheat, and it's an antagonist to the body. It causes inflammation. The old wheat that our grandparents ate from 100 years ago was a non-GMO product. It was an heirloom plant, and it grew tall, like way above the heads, and it had one harvest cycle in the fall, late summer and fall. It had a high protein count and a low gluten count, and it was a very low starch. And it had not been sprayed with chemicals. Yeah, and our body could digest it better. And it was stone ground locally and milled, and then people, you know, they didn't have hydrogenated oils in it, and you baked your local bread, and then, you know, three days later you made another batch. Now the gluten that's grown is a two-harvest cycle. It's a shorter plant. It's very high in gluten, much lower in protein, and it's an antagonist to the body. Most people are aggravated by this, and it causes a level of inflammation. Then you throw sugar in there, which is another inflammation food, or you throw in corn or soy or eggs or dairy or anything that you might be genetically predisposed to, depending on your ancestry, like people from the Mediterranean countries have a very hard time with dairy. The Northern Europeans can digest it better. So I'm kind of giving you the broad brush strokes here, Irene, 
but that's all we at, have time for us. People just need to get the book. Yeah, gotta get the book. <laughs> get the book. But um, we're looking at the broad brushstrokes. Is okay. So what's inducing the inflammation? So we looked at the idea of of, of foods, possibly. I've mentioned to you of mold. That if you got exposed to toxic mold, it sets up inflammation. We also can look at the tick-borne organisms, the Lyme bacteria, the Bartonella, the mycoplasmas, different viruses like Epstein-Barr virus, Cytomeglia virus. They can cause inflammation in the body. And then what I really want to drive home, for me, this is one of the biggest things of it all, is our little adrenal glands, which sit on top of our kidneys. This is really the... The key for me in almost all of these cases is our little adrenal glands. Everyone remembers them from making adrenaline for fight yes. or flight syndrome when you almost had a car accident or the kid dashed out in front of the school bus and they almost got hit and like did this huge surge of adrenaline and you, you, you address this emergency. Well, you're only supposed to be making that adrenaline or it's really called cortisol in very minute amounts for these, like, emergency situations, like a quarter of a teaspoon in your entire life. But what's happening is that we're living at such a helter-skelter pace. We're multitasking. We're on the cell phones while we're cooking dinner, while you're tending to a three-year-old. And what that means is your little adrenal glands are having to produce more cortisol because this is, like, an accelerated pace that we're living. So what happens over time, and I'm talking months here or even years, of, of cortisol overproduction is the poor glands start to fatigue. And when the adrenal glands fatigue, they can't make a lot of the other hormones they make, like the antihistamines and the anti-inflammatory hormones they make, the natural steroids, and then the other hormones that they trigger for a reproductive cycle, etc., so when your adrenal glands get fatigued, you can't make your natural anti-inflammatory. So now you've eaten the gluten, you've eaten the sugar, and oh my God, what if you got infected by a tick-borne organism or a virus or now a mold? Your body can't deal with it. So what we're looking at in a lot of these autoimmune cases, one of the first things a holistic practitioner will do is look at your adrenal profile function, and it's a specialty test. It's not a standard lab test. We run it out of something like Club Genova Labs. Um, there's other couple of good companies, Neuroscience. We use specialty labs to see your cortisol rhythms and cycles. And honest to God, Irene, so many people either are underproducing or absolutely flatlined on adrenal function. And what can they do to support their adrenal glands then? Is it a matter of not taking in the things that are so stressful to it? Uh, or is there some palliative? There's a lot of great things, a ton, which is really encouraging. And what's really great is even with adrenal exhaustion, uh, you can rebuild these little glands. And, you know, like PTSD syndrome, post-traumatic stress disorder, that also is an example of adrenal burnout. Uh, Your adrenals are so shot that people are in these, you know, kind of panicky states a lot or they get, you know, overreacted to situations because their adrenals are shot from a huge trauma they've had. So, yes, great supplements we have out there. There's beautiful herbs that will help them heal, rhodiola, romania, ginseng, magnesium, vitamin C, some other plants like black currant and licorice. These are all very restorative to the glands. 
So there's some wonderful product formulas that a herbalist or a naturopath will have for you. I still take a one every day, just every morning, because I do live kind of a fast pace, so I want to make sure my adrenals are nourished. And then, of course, getting off stimulants, like getting off caffeine, getting off the sugar, um, you know, keeping your sleep cycles routine, like trying to go to bed like at 10 o'clock or before 11 so you can get a kind of up with the dawn and you know, get a good hour, eight hours of sleep in. All very therapeutic. And then the other thing that's really restorative is meditation because there's two sides of the nervous sim- system, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. And the sympathetic is the side that gets accelerated. That's the quick thinking side and the multitasking side. And the parasympathetic is the reflective side and the, and the calming side of the nervous system. So meditation helps balance this nervous system. And when your nervous system relaxes and we create more theta brain waves, which are biofeedback can help us do that too. Um, and there's some other things like neurofeedback. There's some different, um, different modalities. Another one is, um, Emotional Freedom Technique, EFT, I think you've heard of that. These are all different tools that we can learn ourselves. We can take a little training or online class um, and learn how to do meditation or do, do biofeedback, and you can help the adrenal glands restore. So that's the good news is that we can rebuild them, and when you take the burden off of them and they can start making the natural inflammatories again, you won't be so dependent on the drugs. And on that note, we need to go to break. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Katina Macrasa. Don't know why I can't say it today. Um, saying stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 
346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self-improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. My guest today is Katina Macris. We're talking about autoimmune disease and, um, I'm sorry, I can't even get there, Lyme disease and how we can recover. Before, before we get into this last piece, Katina, tell us how people can reach you and where they can find your book, it's so important. Oh, thank you, Irene. Yes. So we can get my books at any bookstore. They will carry them at your local bookstore, Barnes & Nobles, etc. Or you can go online to Amazon and um, put in my name, Katina Macris, or Autoimmune Illness and Lyme Disease Recovery Guide. Uh, it should come up on the search windows. You can also visit my website, which is Katina Macris. K-A-T-I-N-A, Macris, M-A-K-R-I-S dot com. And you can also send me an email if you want at info at Katina Macris dot com. So, and I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram. So Katina, K-A-T-I-N-A, Macris, M-A-K-R-I-S. And we can, we can visit there. And those of you who are thinking, oh, I could never contact her, she's way too busy, contact her anyway, because she is a wealth of wisdom and has a heart to help you. And it, that, that to me is so important. And she can send you in, a, in the right direction. Um, I know she can't see all of you way across the country, but she can at least help you know which way to go. We're almost at the end of, yeah, we're almost at the end of the show, and I don't want to miss out on the last section of your book, which really deals with the mind body spirit connection and you go into chakras. It was my own bout with c f s that that introduced me to chakras, and I kept coming across the word and thought, I don't know what that is. I better find out and it's it opened up a whole new world for me just learning about that one piece. Let's just let's just hit it head on. Let's talk about the mind body spirit connection and its importance in healing and recovery from autoimmune disease. Definitely, Irene. Thank you. Um, yes, we are complete beings. I marvel every single day at how miraculous we are. Um, you know, we all have our personal presence and our innate talents and skills and we have the areas that we feel tentative about and, you know, we're just, it's so amazing. We interrelate with one another and we adjust and calibrate to environments. We can travel and go different places and adjust to altitudes and weather and we're constantly, we change diets and foods and we're just amazing and our mind is really our most powerful tool and really the cutting edge right now, the frontier part of medicine of healing that I really am fascinated by is epigenetic medicine, E-P-I-G-N, epigenetic medicine. It's really the mind, body, spirit piece that you're talking about. And 
you know, we can go back, you can look back hundreds of years, thousands of years, and cultures around the world have always used these very common pieces in their lifestyle. Prayer, reflection, which is meditation, really, expression, which is, you know, communication. They've used their willpower and intention. They've used love and affirmations and, of course, creativity and contribution and then the, the acts of service and caring for one another, and then personal time. So, you know, when you look at it in a very simple way, these are tools that each of us need every day to embrace in our lives. And I don't even really want to say they're tools, they're acts, really, right? Right. Prayer, prayer is an act of reaching out to, to a higher source. Uh, we can call it whatever we want, God, Buddha, spirit, angels, the universe, doesn't matter. What you're doing when you pray, when you think about it energetically, you close your eyes, you go inside yourself, and you embrace a thought or an ideal or a wish or a desire. You ask for guidance. You ask for protection. You ask to be healed. You're reaching out, right? You're reaching beyond the self. And I believe in a higher power. I'm just going to call it spiritual presence just for the sake of our conversation. And we are energetic beings. All of us, we vibrate in our own way. That's our energy presence. And as a homeopath, I totally recognize that because I have 4,000 remedies from nature that energetically, a few of them are going to resonate very well with your system. And that's how we balance you. As homeopaths, we find the match. So, and you think about the other acts I just mentioned, like service. When you you offer your assistance to another person, that is a gesture where you reach out, right? You extend yourself to another or to a community, or in my case, I'm extending myself globally, right? Right. This epidemic, so that act of service, you know, you flow your energy out, and then the opposite is receiving, is yes, I collect, I gather, I accept your attention, your love, your assistance to me. And so when we get into these states of illness like we're talking about, I feel very much, because I've walked the road myself for 10 long years, is that these illnesses are opportunities for us to embrace change and transformation in our life. You're being knocked on the head or in some way through this Ill- an illness that you've developed to examine your life and your choices and how you're living, and it's really a big time out. They all ask us to take a time out, to step off of the path, like you had to spend three months in your bed, I had to spend five years, and examine, you know, how I was living my life. And in my case, Irene, I can't even believe it, but, you know, I was a product of, you know, the American emblems of success, the real type A, high achiever, climb to the tippy top, do my best job. I was too, yep. And those are all great. It's great to be a high performer and to save up and have a house and have my IRA and da-da-da. But really what I needed to honor inside of myself, I didn't even know it until I went through this whole catastrophic experience with the autoimmune illnesses and Lyme is that I had to honor my creativity and my ability to express because 
that's really where I'm in my in my groove. I'm like in my channel. You know, I'm lined up. And then when I continue my meditation and my prayer and my acts of service and, and my stillness, I have to get quiet every day, you know? That's where we ignite the mind-body-spirit pathway. So these tools, and I outline them in that last section of the book where we go into the different seven energy chakras. We visit them in the book. I teach you exercises of how to ignite the mind-body-spirit pathway, and willpower and intention and affirmation and vision are very, very intrinsic to living a healthy life and a completely authentic life. And honestly, Irene, since I've learned these skills, I feel like the people I meet, the places I end up in, being here on the show with you, I feel like, oh my gosh, I mean, they're all such blessings for me. I just, I'm so grateful for these opportunities and living in alignment with spirit and attuned with my energy chakras and balance. It's such a smoother journey. Oh, it's so much easier. And I'd like to say to the listeners who've never heard of chakras, it's C-H-A-K-R-A, chakra. Don't be afraid of them. You have them. (laughs) They're just, they're energy, um, I want to say wheels, but that doesn't make sense to most people, but they're energy centers in your body, and you have them, whether you've ever heard of them or not, they're real. Um, learn about them, because it really makes a difference. Now, it sure does. <laughs> they, they make an incredible difference, and there's a lot of things that we haven't been taught in our Western culture that doesn't mean they aren't real. Or they don't matter. You know, we just are beginning to open up to some of the things that are available to us. I agree with you, and it's. I'm so glad you pointed that out. It's very much worth um, looking and understanding these energy sites. They just they hover like right above the outer layer of you know your physical body energetically, and you know you can you can actually feel them. You know how when you go up close to somebody. And you're oh, just yes. about to touch them. You can sort of feel an energy and, you know, how some people will shy away. It's, you know, some, oh, you're in my space or whatever. That's because you're entering into these chakra sites. So they're very real, like you said, Irene. They're very and it's real. very fascinating to me because that's where the emotional burdens we sometimes carry end up settling. Is they end up right. settling in these energetic sites, and then if we don't clear them out, like I said to you, into either with processing them or taking time for yourself or, as I just identified with prayer or meditation or different pieces, if we don't tend to ourselves in these ways, then these emotional burdens take an energy form, and then the energy form can affect your biology. Absolutely, and I hate to say this, we are right at the end of the show. Oh, I can't believe that it's gone so fast. It always does with you. What's the thought you'd like to leave with the listeners today, Katina? Oh, my gosh, Irene. Oh, uh, my, my, my sentiment is that you are beautiful, creative beings and that I want you all to take the time to be quiet with yourself, take a moment for self-reflection, put your hand over your heart and say, 
to yourself, I am beautiful, I am wise, I am knowing, and just really honor yourself because we are miraculous. Just think about how miraculous you are. When you think about it, you're just really stunned at how amazing we are. Katina, thank you so, so much for being with us today. Oh, it's my great privilege to be with you, Irene. Thank you for having me on your show and for letting me share with the audience. Um, I so appreciate it. And I encourage everybody, again, please, if you have any kind of need for help with an autoimmune illness, you just don't even know where you're at with some of the ways you feel, get her book, Autoimmune Illness and Lyme Disease Recovery Guide by Katina Macris. This is Irene Conlon and Katina Macris saying thank you so much for being with us today. Come back again next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.